Bowman 2020 is flying off the shelves. And Topps Project 2020, the prices are going up and up. It's another hot week in the sports card markets. And today, I've got your top five cards. My name is Jeff Wilson. By day, I invest in tech companies. And at night, I invest in sports cards. Join me on my journey to profit from the hobby we all love. Hello, sports card investors, and welcome to another episode. I hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. I hope you got a little time to relax. You got to kick back. You got to enjoy some time with friends or family, but in a nice, safe, socially distanced way. Let's keep doing our part with the social distancing because guys, we're getting close. We're getting close to sports being back on TV, both the MLB and the NBA and the NHL. They are all in active discussions right now about how and when to restart their seasons. There's new news coming out every day as to the plans that are being formulated to get those seasons restarted. And if everything goes well, if everything goes well, I think within the next 60 days, we are going to have Major League Baseball being played, NBA being played, NHL being played. I think all of that is possible in the next 60 days. I think it will happen, but it will only happen if we continue to do our part to socially distance as best we can and, and make sure that this virus doesn't have some sort of comeback that could derail these plans. So fingers crossed that we can get sports back on TV. It would be a great thing for the sports card market and it would be a great thing for sports card investors. But honestly, it's not like the sports card market really needs that much help. Because right when I thought that, well, maybe things are gonna slow down a little bit. Maybe now that we're past the Last Dance documentary and we're past the NFL draft and we're past NFL free agency, and we're kind of in this lull period before sports start to go again, maybe things will get a little bit quiet for the next few weeks. Not really. Nope, not happening. <laughs> because then 2020 Bowman comes out and Bowman is flying off the shelves. I just talked to a sports car dealer who I'm really good friends with and he said that he can't keep it in stock. He's, In fact, he's had to reorder and reorder and get some, you know, shifting around from other dealers. And every time he gets some, it's gone. And it doesn't, doesn't seem to matter what he prices it at. It's just, it's getting sold. Um, and it's, you know, the, the incredible uh, passion that we've seen with sports card collectors uh, buying up crazy lots of, of basketball mosaic and, you know, new basketball sets the second they hit the market. Apparently that's now going to be the trend with baseball as well. So buckle up, everybody. The sports card market is going to be hot in every single sport. We're seeing it with soccer cards. We're, I mean, we're seeing it everywhere right now. And uh, it's absolutely incredible how the sports card market continues to go up. So let's talk about some of those cards today that are the ones that people are chasing. And let's start with 2020 Bowman, because I just mentioned that. The new Bowman baseball has hit the market and by far, the hottest star, the chase card, the card that everybody's going after in 2020 Bowman and 2020 Bowman Chrome is Jason Dominguez. Jason Dominguez is the top New York Yankees 
prospect. People are so excited about this guy. If you don't know much about him, he's only 17 years old. So, you know, people are going gaga over this guy who is, you know, not going to be contributing to a major league team here for for a little while. In fact, he's never even played a never even had an at bat in the minors or anything. But people are people are chasing this guy. He's from the Dominican Republic. Uh, people are calling him the teenage Mike Trout. I mean, that's how much hype. People are saying this is potentially, Jason Dominguez is potentially the best prospect that we have seen in years. In years. I think Wander Franco might have something to say about that. <laughs> but people, all that love for Wander Franco, now Jason Dominguez is the hot player that everybody is starting to chase. Um, he's in the Yankees system, of course, which you know makes it makes it attractive. He could be starring in the big city. Um, he is uh, number one prospect, according to fan graphs, when the Yankees signed him last year out of the Dominican Republic. Um, switch hitter, uh, which is, you know, pretty cool. Crazy speed, super, super fast, is going to come into baseball as one of the fastest players in baseball. Um, big exit velocity. Uh, he's going to play probably center field. He's going to have tremendous range in center field. So anyway, People are excited about this guy. Now, let's take a look at his card prices. So Bowman 2020 baseball just hit the market, obviously, a few days ago. So what we're seeing here are the very, very first sales. And the pink line up top here is his Bowman Chrome, his base Bowman Chrome first prospect card. And the and the uh, bottom line here, the dark line, is his uh, regular Bowman, his paper Bowman uh, first prospect card. So you can see these both came out of the gate at around $115, $120 the very first day they hit the market, the first people to rip the packs and put them on eBay were getting about $115, $120. Now, of course, over the course of the last week, they've gone down in price. Right now, you can pick up his Bowman paper uh, prospect for around $22 or his Bowman chrome for around $43. So, you know, we've seen a slide in the first week. This, by the way, is very typical. We see this every time a new set comes out. It does not mean that people are suddenly losing interest in Jason Dominguez or anything like that. All it means is that the very first people to buy his card, the very first people to buy his card when it hit on eBay, overpaid. And it happens every single time a new set comes out. In fact, just for a little historical reference, I'll remind you back to when uh, 2020 Tops Series 1 was released. Uh, and this is the graph of Jordan Alvarez from 2020 Tops Series 1. Uh, that that car, Those cards came out right at the beginning of February. And you can see the same exact pattern with his cards, right? The first week, there was a pretty steep drop-off in his card prices. And then once we got about seven days in, it took about seven days. Uh, well, actually more of about 10 days looking at the graph here. It looks like it looks like February 4th was the first day that uh, 2020 Top Series 1 hit eBay. And then by about February 14th, the prices stabilized. So it took about 10 days for the prices to stabilize. So if we go back and we compare that to, let's say, Jason Dominguez's paper, we are about, um, we are not quite 10 days in yet. We're almost 10 days in, but we're not quite 10 days in yet. So if you're looking to pick up some Jason Dominguez cards, give it another couple of days, and then you can probably start to buy at somewhat of a safely stabilized price. Um, so a few more days, 
And then that would be your time where you can feel good about starting to buy Jason Dominguez. Another player people are chasing from 2020 Bowman is Bobby Witt Jr., the prospect for the Kansas City Royals. Now, unlike Jason Dominguez, who's an international superstar, Bobby Witt Jr. is grew up in Texas. Uh, he is a uh, an American star, uh, played high school uh, here in America, and uh, made a lot of noise in high school. In fact, won the Home Run Derby in high school, the National High School Home Run Derby. He won that. He also played in the Under Armour high school game, and he won MVP of that. So there's been a lot of focus, a lot of hype on Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, he plays uh, shortstop. He was drafted in the 2019 draft, uh, second overall in the 2019 draft by the Kansas City Royals. Um, he did play in the minors last year. Uh, he played 37 games in the minors last year. His stats weren't eye-popping by any means. Uh, he batted 262, hit one home run. He did steal nine bases. He's got really, really good speed. Um, but people are real high on this guy. His father, Bobby Witt, played in the majors. He was a pitcher in the majors uh, for 16 years. In fact, I've got a bunch of Bobby Witt rookie cards in my in my old card collection from when I was a kid. Um, or I, just a bunch of Bobby Witt cards in general. So this is his son. People are excited. And uh, Bobby Witt Jr. is the second most popular prospect in 2020 Bowman. Let's take a look at his card prices. So this is his Chrome, his uh, Bowman Chrome 2020 Raw. Following a very similar pattern here to Jason Dominguez, no surprise that the first day they, these hit eBay, they were about $20. And we've seen a drop-off where now, uh, most recently, these are going for about $9. So we've seen that same type of slide that we saw with Jason Dominguez. Um, and as I said, just like with Jason Dominguez, give it a few more days if you want to invest in a player like Bobby Witt Jr., and then it should stabilize and we should get kind of a real market value price at that point. Um, his cars are obviously a lot less expensive than Jason Dominguez's cards. So, you know, again, for comparison, Bobby Wood Jr. is about $9 right now for his Bowman Chrome, whereas uh, Jason Dominguez was around $43. So that just shows you how the drop-off from number one to number two in terms of popularity in Bowman Chrome and how popular Jason Dominguez is as a prospect right now. But Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, certainly is going to hold his own and is going to be someone who you're going to hear his name a lot over the next couple of years as people are chasing his cards, awaiting his major league debut. All right, let's, let's continue with baseball, but let's shift gear to what has been the hottest news set in baseball this year. And I am talking about Topps Project 2020, the set that Topps came out with this year that they've been selling directly on their website uh, where artists have recreated famous Topps cards throughout history. And, and one of them that has just been absolutely red hot on fire this last week is Ichiro's, Ichiro Suzuki's card, specifically his art by Ermsey. Uh, Ermsey is the same artist who did the Mike Trout card that has been going crazy in value over the last month. Uh, well, his art on Suzuki's card has also been doing great. This card has a print run of only 1,972. Uh, so people are, there's not a ton of them out there. And starting a few days ago, this card really started to jump off the charts. And you can see the chart right here of this card. And by the way, when I'm showing you these charts, I'm showing you sales from 
verified buyers. These are legitimate sales to the best that I can ensure that they are legitimate. And in fact, if we if we take, you know, because you might see this and go, oh, well, some people are trying to manipulate the market or this is artificial hype. Well, going down here into the detailed results, we've added our buyer feedback and you can see the buyer feedback ratings of the people buying these cards those are some significant buyer feedback ratings. These are these are not, you know, brand new accounts trying to drive up prices. These are legitimate eBay sports card investors who are investing in this card at this moment because they foresee a continued run coming on the price of this card. This Ichiro Suzuki card when this first hit the secondary market, you could have picked it up for as little as about 20 bucks, 30 bucks, right in that range. And even going back about a week ago, you could have picked this card up for easily less than 200 bucks, as, as little as $165. And now this card is setting you back $855. We have seen this card increase in value almost 5X, almost 5X <laughs> in a few days. In a few days, we have seen this card go up in value almost 5x in a few days. And it's it's like you might shake your head at that, but again, this is this is these are legitimate sales. These are these are all the, you know, number to 1972. We don't have any artist proofs in here. Like this is like legitimate stuff and you can just see it going up and up and up and some auctions caused this to go up. And then we had some people pick off really high fixed price ones right after these auctions set record prices. And that is a legitimate graph of Ichiro Suzuki's uh, 2020 Art by Ermsey and how crazy that has gone in recent days. But it's not just that one. Let's turn to another Topps Project 2020 card. Let's turn to the Ken Griffey Jr. card and the art by Saladin Ken Griffey Jr. 2,504 of this card in existence. And it is following a very similar pattern to Ichiro Suzuki's card. Over the last few days, sports card investors have decided that this is a chase card. And you can see what has happened on the graph with the sales of this card. A very, very similar pattern where people have gone crazy chasing this card over the last few days. I mean, this was a card that you could have bought for $287 a week ago, and you're now paying, just like the Ichiro Suzuki card, you're now paying upwards of $1,000 to get this card. This is a 4X increase, close to a 4X increase over the course of a week. By the way, you could have bought this card on the secondary market for as little as $20 back in March. So this whole phenomenon with Topps Project 2020 has been absolutely incredible. I have a lot to say about it. I have a lot of opinion as to as to why I think some of this is not sustainable and pretty nuts uh, and why it's not necessarily a good move for investors to get into this one. But I'm gonna save that for another video. So in fact, tune back in in a couple of days and I'm gonna give you my opinions and my breakdown of Topps Project 2020. Uh, but for now, let's, let's celebrate the incredible price increases and how hot Topps Project 2020 has been from a price perspective. All right, our final card today in the top five, let's give a little bit of a love to the GOAT. Let's give a little bit of love to Tom Brady because Tom Brady's Bowman Chrome rookie cards from 2000, they have taken off. And you can see right here on the screen from the graph, you can see that his PSA 10, which is the top line on the graph here, 
uh, has has been going wild over the course of the last two months. I mean, this really started to take off back in early April. The PSA 10 was around $2,300, $2,100, $2,300, $2,000 back in early April. And it started to go, 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 go. And now we're all the way up at $7,500 for this card. So over the course of the last two months, over the course of the last 60 days, this card has more than tripled, almost quadrupled in value. A card that you could have bought for about $2,000 60 days ago, you can now command close to $8,000 for. What an incredible run on Tom Brady. Of course, part of this is fueled by the iconic card chase, the last dance, people wanting to invest in the classic players and all the different sports while there's no, while there's no uh, sports actually going on. That has fueled this without a doubt, and we have seen that incredible rise in his PSA 10 prices. The next line down on the graph, the darker line is his BGS 9.5, and then the bottom line on the graph is his PSA 9. They have all taken off. They have all taken off. But let me show you something. A week ago, I did an episode where I said that there were some guys on my Discord chat server in my Market Movers group. So my exclusive group on my Discord chat server just for Market Mover members. And they share sports investment advice and tips in there sometimes. And what these guys had discovered was using this using my Market Movers data tool, these guys were looking, I'm going to take I'm going to take the BGS 9.5 out of the graph and I'm going to go full screen so you can see this effect a little bit better, okay? They were looking at what was happening with these two cards. And they were seeing, they started looking in here and they started seeing that the difference in price, if we go back to early April, the difference in price between the PSA 10 and the PSA 9, uh, the PSA 9 was a little bit less than half of the PSA 10. The PSA 9 was was uh, somewhere between about a third and a half of the PSA 10. So like, like for example, on April the 12th, the PSA 10 was selling for $2,500. The PSA 9 was selling for $825. So somewhere between a third and a half is kind of, you know, if you go back, you can see that same type of pattern uh, continue, right? And, but the PSA 10, as you can see on the graph here, started to go take off. Go, 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 go. But the PSA 9 didn't. And all of a sudden, you're in, you're in the early May, and now you've got the PSA 10 at almost $4,400, where the PSA 9 is still about 1000 bucks. The PSA 9 hasn't moved. Even though the PSA 10 had gotten close to double, and then more than doubled, the PSA 9 hadn't moved. Look, it's even more extreme. Look at this on May the 13th. The PSA 9 was $966. The PSA 10 was $5,579. All of a sudden, we had the PSA 10 at 5.5x what the PSA 9 was, whereas previously it had always been 2 to 3x, but all of a sudden it was 5.5x. And that is the moment when the guys in my market movers group said, This is off. Start buying the PSA 9. Start buying the PSA 9 right now because the PSA 9 is going to catch up to the PSA 10. If you look at the charts and market movers and you look at the data, you can see these types of trends and that's what these guys spotted. And so sure enough, they started buying PSA 9s. And now look what's happened. Over the course of the last two weeks, the PSA 9 has gone up in value from $966 up to $1,856. It has doubled in value 
over the course of two weeks. It's a market correction that was necessary and needed because the spread between the PSA 10 and the PSA 9 had grown unreasonably large. And truthfully, it's still a little bit too large. It's still at this moment, the PSA 9 still has room to go up with how big the PSA 10 has gotten, but it has gotten a little bit closer. Uh, it's gotten a little bit more reasonable. Um, and this is this is the type of thing that, you know, the the guys in my Market Movers data channel uh, using using this tool on Discord, I should say rather, they saw that and they saw an investment opportunity and, and the people who got in on this on the right time a couple of weeks ago were able to double their money or close to double their money over the course of, the two, of two weeks. And you see these types of inefficiencies throughout the sports card market. Throughout the sports card market, you see these types of inefficiencies. You just have to be looking at the data and you just have to be paying attention. And there's an invest, there's investment opportunity, opportunity to, to find that part of the market that hasn't corrected yet and get in on it. There's that potential across the entire sports card market if you're looking at the data closely enough. Which, by the way, brings me to say, I would love you to you know subscribe to my Market Movers data tool. If you haven't checked it out yet, go to my website, sportscardinvestor.com and click on the membership link in the main menu bar. And it's the second tier membership, uh, the Market Movers membership that includes 24 seven access to my Market Movers data tool. All right, guys, I hope you are as excited as I am about how hot the sports card market is. I hope you enjoyed this top five episode and I hope that you are looking forward to a great week ahead after a great holiday weekend. Have a great next couple of days, everybody. And I will see you back here for my next episode in just a couple of days. Take care. Have a great week.